we're back in. We're back in with part two. Part two, part one has been done. It has been folded. The envelope of part one is in the bag. It's in the post office waiting to be delivered. We're in part two, you know, and the title obviously is the same as part one, Four Truths That Will Change Your Life. Simon, we're in again. We're in again, yeah, and that was uh, the first couple were were awesome. And uh, it's knowing your identity in Christ. When you know your identity in Christ, you know your authority. Thank you, Jesus. But it comes with a cost, Ben. All this stuff comes with a cost. I thought it was free. (laughs) We we are free, and that's the point of it, because we will still get struggles, Ben, won't we? We Yeah, every single day. We'll still get struggles, we'll still get troubles. Definitely. Things will happen in our lives, things that that are just life, really. Just life. And that's what sometimes we've got to remember. It's just life. It's just living, it's life. But the cost, what does it mean? What is that? What what does Christ mean? There is a cost. What do you mean, Jesus? Well, very quickly, Ben, you know, we've got... John sixteen thirty three, which we, we, we will go into in a second, but just looking at that, if we go into Luke fourteen twenty six, Ben. Okay, let's have a look. Read it out. He says, "If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother and wife and children, brothers and sisters, oh. yes, and his own life, he cannot be my disciple." That's a that's one that you don't really hear a lot about, isn't it? When yeah. you read about that. And, and then he goes on to say, and whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Wow. And then he goes on to say uh, a few other bits and pieces because he said, for, wi- for which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down and first count the cost whether he has enough to finish it. So what he's saying been there, he's not saying, you know, abandon, but what he's saying is put me first. Seek you first the kingdom of God. Put me first. Put me first. Put me first. When, uh, when you look at them scriptures, they're big, they're heavy, they can be worrying, they can be fearful. Look what God is saying through the word of God. Basically, Christ is saying, put me first in every area of your life. If you put me first, you'll love your father more. If you put me first, you'll love your mother, your wife, your husband, your children, your brothers, your sisters. Your, your, you put me first and I will show you how to love. I will show you to, how to be that man, that woman. Put me first. So there's an order then. There's an order. There is just a correct order and it has to be Jesus. It has to be Jesus. Seek ye first. Seek, what seek you first. Seek you first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all everything else will fall into place. And He says oh, again he, at the end of that statement He makes in in uh, John in Luke fourteen. I'm sorry, at thirty three He said, "So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has, cannot be my disciple." Now, <laughs> now that doesn't mean in what the way I see it, Ben. I don't know about you, but that doesn't mean you've got to sell this, sell that, sell it. No, but it, what it means is. You, none of that stuff matters. None of that material stuff matters. In Jesus is first. Yeah. How difficult is it for a, a rich man to enter the kingdom? <laughs> yeah. It's not so much what you got. It's where it sits on the ladder to Jesus. Where does it sit on the ladder to Jesus? If Jesus is at the top, everything will be okay. Yeah. If money's at the top, business at the top. This is at the top, that is at the top, and Jesus is midway, a quarter way, halfway, 
and that you, hang on a minute then 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 it comes back to part one where he's talking about i don't really know my identity i've really got no authority so there is a cost but the cost is an upside down cost because it really doesn't cost because god is is telling you that there is an order so when he says there is a cost to following me what he is saying is is that everything else else has to be seen to be less and i have to be first so you can go then ben that and say uh less of me more of you jesus that has to be that doesn't has it? to be the case and that's really important less yeah. of me because jesus says Without the Father, I can do nothing. So the prayer that could well be prayed to every one of us is, Father, will you empty me of me and pour yourself in more? But many might go, yeah, but I'm blessed tonight. I'm filled, I'm filled, I'm filled. What we're, mean, what we're meaning by that is, Lord, less of self, less of the flesh me, less of me. Yes, I know you're in the vessel. Lord, I thank you that you're walking with me and in me. Lord, that my, I'm, I'm full up with the word. My mind and my head and my thoughts, Lord. Lord, empty them of me. And Lord, give me the mind of Christ. Very true, Ben. A total surrender. Total, total surrender. surrender. Mind, know. body, spirit and soul. And and a little bit earlier there in Luke, uh, Ben, Luke 9, 23 uh, to 26, Jesus says, he says, Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself <laughs> and take up his cross daily oh. and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For at what profit, and then this is what we're talking about, for what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and himself is destroyed, and, and many, many translations say, and loses his own soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words of him, the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his own glory and the fathers and of the holy angels you know so he's laying it out there ben isn't he? he's laying it on the table what are you gonna gain if you hold on to everything and, and the cross daily is is we have to stuff in our life we have to get rid of stuff in life we have to put down this is we we pick up our lives daily we pick up with a cross daily yeah but we're putting stuff down where do we put it down? How do we do that? How do we do that stuff? What what do we do? The cost is bringing everything to, to the cross. The cost is being open and honest. That is our lifeline, the cross. That is our that is the centre of our lives. To it, the man? cross. To yeah. the cross. Take yourself to the cross. And it's, it's isn't it easy to say that, go to the cross? But what do you mean? I think what it basically means to me is just to take a moment out of your life, your busyness, of all the stuff that's going on. Sit back a minute. If you're in traffic or if you're in the gym or you're just walking or you're at home, just sit back. Just take a few minutes because this, this is important. Just, just a few minutes and go, Jesus, I, I, I visualize a cross at the minute. And Lord, I want to be at the foot of the cross. And Lord, can you help me to empty all this stuff in my head? And, and and just put yourself at a cross, at the base of a cross, just see a cross and start talking. Close your eyes and start speaking and saying, Lord, please, I come to the cross. I, I know what a cross looks like. I see the cross. Because when I come to the cross, I come to Calvary. When I come to Calvary, I come to Jesus. When I come to Jesus, the blood, the, the blood of Christ has been shed. So, Lord, keep me at the cross. And what when we keep saying the cross, we are not talking 
of the the cross itself as in the what it what it is as in the timber frame structure is what it represents it's the representation of what it meant and what happened at the cross we are not looking at the cross and putting more weight on the cross than jesus we look at the cross and we see jesus that it's an empty cross he's a risen savior Basically, we're going through the cross, aren't we, Ben? We're Look dump, through the cross. We're dumping our stuff and looking through the cross. And, and never think you're alone in this because, you know, uh, I, I saw something, I think it was mm. yesterday, and uh, there was a, a young man, a lovely young fella, and he was being attacked by, um, uh, not attacked, but verbally uh, questioned an argument. And, and I saw it on YouTube. And um, the, the lady was saying, Shane, you know, well, if I'm still got struggles, if I've still got struggles, if it's still going to cost me so much, even though I've accepted Jesus, then mm. what's the point in accepting Jesus? And then, you know, she has a fair point. I mean, that's that's a fair point. But the young man answered her very, very calmly and very, very mm. powerfully because he had the authority, Ben. And yes, he, he said, did, yeah. He said to her, he said, the thing is, Without Jesus, you will still have those tr- struggles and troubles, but they'll have power over you. Wow. They'll have yeah, power yeah. over yeah. you, and you won't have peace. But with Jesus, with Jesus, those struggles will lose Amen. their power, and you will have peace, and you will have hope for the future. Because Jesus said, Ben, in, in John sixteen thirty three, these you, things I have spoken to you, that in me you, have, you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation, God. but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. You see, I've Jesus overcome has the overcome world. the world. He's overcome the world. So that's the thing. So there's there's a difference between one person who knows fully knows Jesus, who knows who they are in Christ, and the other person who doesn't. Those oh, struggles. Wow. They have the same struggles. Wow! But the struggles for the one that knows Christ have got no power over him got no power over him that that so that comes back to identifying yourself through christ the authority understanding there is a cost but there's not really a cost suddenly when you put these together these three together and then there's and then we go on further don't we so as we as we get our identity through christ as we get the authority that comes through him as we move forward walking in our identity and our authority and then suddenly we realize hang on there's a cost and that cost is surrender that cost is giving over that cost is realizing that i've got to pick up my cross i've got to follow him and then that suddenly births something else doesn't it it brings other things to the forefront and about being discipled understanding who you are the discipleship yeah we're going to go that's the next one that's the last one then we're going to go on to but uh, we've done a deep dive on this cost thing the cost of knowing mm. jesus and that's hashtag 47 but ben you know we've done a couple of podcasts as well uh, that were called um do you know my father do and you know you, my father yeah, and when you speak words like that over your life all them struggles lose that power Amen. and you will you will still have the struggles but they won't have any power over you anymore you know we've got to uh, the, the yeah. apostle paul said ben what are you saying romans 12 2 ben he said what do you say read it out he said do not be conformed to this world be, be transformed be transformed by the renewing of your mind not your heart not your, your mind body but by your mind and that wow. you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of god yes lord thank you jesus thank you holy spirit it's like god 
I need a transformation. My mind, my focus, my vision, my thoughts, my that that wasteland of a mind. That's you know, the mind, then, isn't it? That's the wasteland. Yeah. That's the dirt. That's the skip. My mind is a skip, full up with rubbish, because my heart belongs to Jesus. My mind belongs to Jesus. But isn't it interesting the power of thinking? Because with the power of thinking will will tell me that I've lost my identity. The power of thinking will tell me I've got no authority. The power of thinking will tell me you can't make the cost. Because So the mind can actually almost take you in a reverse to what God is telling you. Because the mind is so strong and so powerful. It's not greater than faith. It's not greater than God. But it's what I think up. What I think up sometimes is dangerous and, yeah. and ridiculous. Yeah, the flesh is very strong, and we won't beat the flesh in the flesh. And that, I love that that wonderful woman, Corey Ten Boom. She said, oh, yeah. she said this. She said, what a woman. she said, when you're going through a, a, a dark tunnel, she says you don't um, you don't jump out the train, do you? You know, you stay on the train and trust the engineer. And this pretty much what, in what we in life. You know, if you're going through struggles, if you go, you stay. In that identity of Christ, you stay with Him. You stay you on stay the Jesus and you train. You hang on to Him. Psalm twenty-three. You hang on to Him, mate. <laughs> even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, even though I go through this dark tunnel, it's just a shadow. It's a tunnel that I'm in, and Christ is the locomotive. If I can use that, Christ has walked through every valley. Christ knows every valley. We're like carriages behind Christ. He says, "Follow me." But he will take you on a journey that will take you through a tunnel. He will take you on a, on a journey that will take you to the Red Sea. He will take you on a journey that will take you to the to the very brink of the River Jordan. But you stay under the umbrella of Jesus because I'm a, I'm doing a walkthrough. Psalm 23 is a walkthrough. Um, even though I walk through the valley, I'm going to come through the valley. But in that valley, your mind can almost make you lose your identity, your authority and almost lose the understanding and perception of cost because a valley and darkness and fear makes you think and focus very differently. And what does it do, Ben? Your mind, it, what it wants to do and what the enemy wants to do, it wants to isolate you, it wants to keep you alone. And we're going to yeah. come on to discipleship in a minute, but it wants to keep you alone. And yeah. I, I, I read somewhere a, a lovely lady said, uh, my mind is a bad neighbourhood that uh, I don't <laughs> want to go into alone. And that's the truth. Yeah, so we don't good. have to go into our mind alone, Ben, do we? We, we have to, we, we're, with, we're with Jesus. And, and Jesus, and, and come on, Jesus. Look, let's just talk about the Bible a second before Simon goes on. This book that we follow is not just a book. It has been written by 40 different authors. It has 66 books alone within that. Jesus said, if I had written and told you everything and you penned it down, there would not be enough room in the world for everything. We have the Holy Word of God, and it has been written over a time span of 1,496 years. This book that is inside of you, this book that God wrote, it is God's Word, and the Hebrews 12, verse 2. Come on, what does that say? Hebrews 12, verse 2. Focus. Keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. And when you start 
to lose all this stuff that you, you know, Paul said it in, didn't he? And he said it in, um, in Philippians three, seven and eight, he said, but what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all the things lost for the excellence of the mm-hmm. knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. And I count them as rubbish. So what he's saying is, you know, when you know Jesus, yes. all the other things, nothing matters. Meaningless. They're Ecclesiastics. So all the things that you put in your life as, as your pillars, as your trust. Your structure. The structure. It, you suddenly realise, I only need Jesus. So structure. I only need Jesus. When I build on the rock, that great text in the New Testament, the winds blew, the rain fell, the streams rose. Structure. If you build on the rock... And remembering Christ put you on the rock. So what I've got to remember is the battle belongs to the Lord. The streams rose, the rain came, the rain falls on the just and on the unjust. If I build on sand and I build outside of the word, right now across the world, I will fall and collapse. But if I build on the rock, when I was placed on the rock and I keep on the rock and I stand on the rock, when the winds blow, when the rain fell, when the streams rose, I stood because of him. Because of him, yeah. And believe me, brothers and sisters out there, the closer you get to our Heavenly Father, the closer you get to his will that comes along, then yeah. you, you know, the more intense the battle will be. And the more, and the more, so, you know, I heard it said that another level we go to, there's always another devil. So, <laughs> so the struggles have become more intense, but, when we're prepared, when we know our identity, mm. when we know our authority, we know what cost we've got to go through, and we'll go through it, Ben. We'll go through that through that cost. We'll yeah. go through it. We'll accept it. You know, even so much as it, we, you know, we may it, it, people around the world have lost their lives through because of their faith through uh, Christ. And they, they pay the ultimate, the ultimate cross. Martyrs. Price. For the cross, and and so you know, if we're going through a, a few little wow. struggles or, or what, troubles or whatever, then that's nothing compared to what some of our brothers and sisters in other in other persecuted countries are going brings going it, through. Brings it, it brings it to the forefront, yeah. doesn't it? The cost, the ultimate cost, is that you are taken off the earth because of your faith. But they know Jesus, Ben. They go out. They go out in in. Within a twinkling of an eye, you'll be me in paradise because they, they know the cost and they're prepared to pay the ultimate price. Because they know the truth, Ben. And the truth will set them free. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> God bless. We'll see you soon.